Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you love the Black Mary and Death Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And Shira, I am... I am very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Why it's you just laugh? funny how you said it. Like, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> well, me too, since you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. It's a really nice day. It's a really nice day. It's been a, it's been a good weekend. Um, it is Sunday, and it, that means it's been one week since. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we got to talk about it. You know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to get little bit. Yeah, we're going to get into <laughs> we're going to get into the money talk because we know that's why you're here. But Shai, I want to ask you something. So we, we don't have to diagram the whole slap gate incident because we know what happened. Right. But I'm very interested in your take because you are a strong black woman. Right. But you have an opposing take than a lot of other protect black women takes that I've heard. So what are your thoughts on it? Where do you stand on the slap? Who's wrong? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I put the pressure on you. I, I put the pressure on you. I feel, like soci- <laughs> I feel like society has reached a consensus Feels that, that the violence was wrong. You yes. know, it was so it's been a whole week, but I still am thinking about it. Yeah. And I feel very sad Yeah, that the incident unfolded in the way that it did. Yeah. And I'm still, unfortunately, thinking about it. But I, I feel right. that we're, like, on the other side of, of this hill. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what makes me feel that way, Shire, also, is that, like, the consensus is one party was, was more wrong than the other. Right. Cause for a minute there, it was a lot of that, like, well, he did it because and excuses being made for violence. And I think like the overwhelming majority now is like, okay, come on, man, you can't slap another man, let alone one black man slapping another black man. Like that's just wrong. And so if we all, or more people feel that way, I could put it to rest, but like, I'm, I'm uneasy when it's like, well, he was protecting and none of the, no, no one, no one, in my opinion, no one was being attacked. You don't have to protect yeah. anyone from Chris Rock. Yeah. Like, you have to look at intention as yeah. well. 
He's a comedian. Like, he was literally doing his job. Uh oh. Can you imagine going to work yeah. and being attacked? You yeah. know, just doing your job. And, you know, we can't take ourselves so seriously. Right. You right. know, I understand, you know, Jada has, you know, a condition. Right. But she has said, you know what? Um, I like. Myself. I like myself and I to look heck good with what y'all think. and I don't care what anyone else thinks, you know, so she's gone on and, and has said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so lean in, right? Yeah. Lean I mean, that. she's beautiful with or without hair. Come on, black women. What yeah. happened to I am not my hair? Okay. Right. India, I what happened to um, many black women uh, yeah. just, you know, cutting their hair off and feeling liberated right. by it. Um who was it? Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. cut her hair. Sanaya Lathan did a movie where she cut her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Jada Pickett cut off her own hair and uh, set, set it, it off. off. Come, don't, come on. Right. Don't, don't act like y'all don't remember. Yeah. Okay. In the final scene, she cut them braids off. Yeah. And, and so I, one thing that I learned going through um, uh, coach training is that the thing is not the thing. Mm. We always look at, you know, Oh, he went up there and, you know, Will Smith, you know, assaulted um, Chris Rock because of what he said. No, the thing is not the thing. There are some other things that are going on um, behind the scenes. And I think within Will Smith and he just reached a breaking point and uh, Chris Rock got the brunt of that. But this is more than a than a joke. Yeah. You know, that was said at the Oscars. So yeah, I think that's a I you know, I I just hope that I hope everyone is okay or that, you know, they get to a place where they can be okay and, and heal and Yeah. Now I gotta go ask ahead. you this. Go I gotta ahead. ask you this. Somebody we're we're at we're uh well, shameless plug, we're gonna be going to Chris we're gonna be pulling up on Chris Rock's oh, show here in MG. a couple of weeks. No, uh, we're yes. It's he gonna is, be lit. Yes, he will be um in our area. Yeah. Okay, in our state. Hey. Yeah. And we got tickets like Before. the midnight. The yeah. midnight of like right when they were went on sale, yeah. I got my Chris Rock tickets because Chris we Rock, love us some Chris Rock. Yes. Huh? I don't think the people really know how yes. long we've been rocking with Chris. He is my favorite comedian. He is yeah. one of the few people that can really crack me up. Yes. And I'm really, hard to make laugh. y'all. Yes. And I, <laughs> I really enjoy his comedy. But now those tickets are sky high. So I'm yeah. glad that we got our tickets when we did. So, yeah. But we'll let y'all know if he say something. Okay. <laughs> right. So Shire. So he, he says something to you at the uh, we're there. He says something to you. I decide to go on stage. How you feeling about that? You, oh, are you doing? Am I protecting this? you? Are you happy your man is protecting you? Are you irritated? What, no. What's your What's your vibe? Okay, I would never ask. I would never want to feel that I'm putting you in that position where you feel like you need to do that. Okay. I no. I would never want you to do that. Yeah. Just Don't. know if I feel if I ever feel uh, physical threat towards you, I will respond with said towards me or yeah. If I feel like you're in some type of danger and you're uh-huh. in my presence, I will respond accordingly with, and appropriately. If, appropriately, if force is needed, then that's what will happen. But if it's word spoken, you know, I may. I may throw some more. I may throw some words out myself, but yeah, I wouldn't overreact. See, to me, that was an overreact or an overcorrection, as they say. 
Like, he tried to kill a fly with a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? Like, hey, address it with the with the appropriate force. Don't overdo it. And so but there you won't no, have to worry about that. I don't think there Hopefully. is any force needed in that no. situation. No. Like, it's I, a joke. It's I did hear the, you know, protect black women. And I, oh, <laughs> I, you, we black women do need to do need to be protected, but we're talking about Jada. Yeah. D- Jada do what she want to do. Yeah. She don't ask no permission. She yeah. do what she wants. She has her own platform. She has her own voice and she uses her platform. She uses her voice. Yeah. And I don't think that, I don't know. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, is that allegedly, you know, Will Smith will be talking more about this oh, on a red table talk. And so I think that we'll hear more of Jada's side and, more of Will Smith's side if this in fact does happen but that kind of makes me sad too yeah. because I mean what would this all for views you know what I mean yeah like isn't that show monetized yeah. monetized show me the money and now you're making money on I I, I don't know yeah. you all and I'm very biased because I do like Chris Rock and so yeah. well that's just yeah my take <laughs> I, I I like that take shower but like uh, going back to what you were saying about protecting black women, I think it is necessary to protect, protect black women, but there's a way to protect black women and protect our black men. Yes. And black men. Moment, exactly. We weren't protected. So we all need some protection up in here. So with that, I think that was a pretty good. Message. All right. Shara, let's move on. Let's get to, we addressed it. Let's, uh, let's get to, to this story. Yes. So, Something interesting Mm -hmm. sprung up in a community near us. Yes. And there's a brand new development of homes. Yeah, it's wonderful, Shia. That sounds (laughs) sounds pretty normal. But we've learned that these homes are actually not for sale. These homes are for rent. Brand new homes for rent. So I want to play a clip and get a little bit more uh, that will bring a little bit more context to yeah. this conversation. Yeah, let's check it out. Biggest ways to save or spend right now is on housing. It is a difficult market in the region. Brittany Begley joins us now with a look at some promising alternatives. Yeah, it's true. Consumers now more than ever, thanks to the pandemic, are truly looking for that lifestyle-focused place to live. And a new apartment trend is actually delivering on that promise. But does it actually make dollars and cents? We explore both sides of this new hottest trend. Eric Polk just retired from law enforcement after 24 years and is looking for a new home. When we first came out here for the tour, it was a little intimidating. At first glance, Serena at Fittiment in Roseville looks like a housing development. But these brand new homes are actually the newest apartment trend, single home apartments. Talk about the American dream. And Roseville should be put on that list of places to look for it. Eric's slice of the American dream comes with the perks of home ownership and the freedom of renting, like not having to pay for lawn care or fronting the bill if something goes wrong with an appliance, complete with the best in-class amenities, like stainless steel appliances, full-size washer and dryer, smart home technology. Like a lot of people say, oh, you're a renter, you're just putting out money, you're throwing away money, and and I think a lot of people, you can get caught up in that. This three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, two-car garage is valued at $625,000. 
costing you $3,500 to rent and a down payment of $1,600. Now, if you were to buy the home, if you put 3% down, you'll need $18,750 for your down payment and closing costs, which would be another $18,750, making your monthly bill $2,982. Then I went straight to my favorite no-nonsense financial advisor, Lamar Simpson of Sacramento, to get his thoughts. Is it an opportunity to have some really nice amenities, have a super nice place that you may not otherwise get? Yeah, it's, it's nice to have, but it's not an investment because you're not, you don't own it. Nathan Pyle, the president and owner of Curve Development, says the down payment and closing costs stands in the way of a lot of people's dream of actually owning a home. People who want to buy a home or would buy a home, but, you know, they can't or they chose this option that wasn't there previously. Most people don't know about it. And so the really great option with renting these houses, if you don't have all the cash up front for your down payment, they use something called Rhino, so you can sign up for a monthly plan to pay that down payment. So it's all about those little details. And I have to say, well, I went inside and they are actually yeah. gorgeous, right? Wow. So you guys got the gist of that. So when, like Shara said, a new development. Uh, that otherwise, you know, we, try, we like to look at new developments. We like to go and do uh, look at these homes and usually they're for sale. Well, this new development is only up for rent. Um, Shire, what are your thoughts on this? The, and shout out to you, Shire, because you talked about this a few podcast episodes ago about the world potentially transitioning into a world where you don't necessarily own anything. And that's OK, because you can rent your apartment you can rent a vehicle you can rent your dream you can rent your dream you can yeah. live the american dream without ownership is that true do you think that's i mean what, what do you think and about this whole thing i know where i can go with this but yeah i well we have both had this conversation yeah uh, several times um but i think the difference here is that it's not just some random article but it's you know it's down the street yes you know it's it's in our, you know, backyards, backyard, yeah. so to speak. So I think this will be um, the the new norm Man. that you could be in the market to purchase a home. You'll show up, you see homes being built and you show up and you learn that they're not available for you to purchase. What? You know, so I think that the world is changing and the whole idea that uh, being an owner is, is, a, is a burden. Mm. That's a narrative that we need to be careful of yeah. because the things that they mentioned that were burdensome were appliances breaking and lawn care. We've if you don't get that. your lawnmower out and you know, go ahead. Thank Marcus. you. Shai. No, go, no, go <laughs> in because we folks that own property have been dealing with the maintenance of said property for hundreds of years. Right. So why now is it just, I think we're right. We're, we're, we're in such a, world where we want everything to just be just perfect for us right that now routine home ownership maintenance is like a hassle it's a burden and and all of the appliances are new when you buy a new appliance there's something that you can get called a warranty thank you you know that that will you know help you know rest your mind yes. you know so you don't have to worry about that and really in california our lawns are not big at all no. you know in most of the houses you know, you're lucky um, to get a, a little piece of land here in California. And so when they talk about lawn care, it's not a big lawn. It's no. not a big yard. No. Um, but anywho, um, so I'm just thinking that this could potentially 
be a new norm. Yeah. They did mention, of course, the uh, the barriers being the down payment. Yeah, let's break that down. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. Talk about so numbers. in their example, I think it was around a 3% down payment that it would be $18,750 as a down payment. And then they mentioned another $18,750 um, for closing costs. Yeah. And so that's, Oh Lord, don't test my math, but we somewhere in the thirties. Okay. Yeah. The mid, you know, the mid thirties, uh, maybe around, around 37, 36, 37, um, thousand. So yeah, that's I mean, that, that's a lot of money, but then they also compared, um, the monthly, what the mortgage would be Let's talk if about this it. property was for sale. So keep in mind that that's not even an option because it's not for sale. Yeah. Um, but if it was for sale, then that would put the mortgage at $2,982 versus renting would be $3,500. And so um, clearly um, the month to month mortgage would be less than the cost of rent. Yeah. Uh, the month to month mortgage is, somewhat of a fixed rate yes um whereas rents rents are increasing yes you know maybe 35 for this year of the lease but what about the next time you go to re-up on your lease how much more will it be right and the other thing is that nothing is for free so when they say you move here (laughs) you don't have to worry about lawn care you don't i'm not trying to mock the person but (laughs) you're not you don't have to pay for expenses but you but you do. You do. You are. It's included. It's in right. The rent. It's reflected in that $3,500 monthly rent payment. Yeah. And if you want to take that a step further, if you're paying $3,500 for rent each month, you are paying $42,000 a year to live there. Wow. So the, the down payment and the closing clock costs were less, were than, less than what 42. you would be paying yeah. for, for rent. And the scary part about this story and is that, you know, the example that they use was someone who was retired mm-hmm. and they're moving into this new place that has all the bells and whistles. Yes. It was, you know, I, it was a beautiful home, but it was an average uh, home a, in California. So yes. we do want to point that out. That the, the price, it a starter home, Char? It looked like a starter, starter home. home. So nice the price home. is pretty high just because of where we live, but it's not a $625,000 mansion. This no. is a, it looks like a starter home, but it, but it is a nice home. Yeah. I, I will say that. But when you're going into retirement to have to rent and knowing that the rents could go up, you have to think about, will your retirement income go up? Yeah. And so... But you're coming from a really strong field, um, this gentleman, so he might actually be okay, but it is yeah. something to keep in mind if you were to move into this type of situation on a fixed income, which most retired people are on a fixed income. And, and if you speak to any financial advise, advisor, you know, planner, the rule of thumb when going into retirement, and Shire speaks about this a lot, is you want to either eliminate your uh, housing have your housing costs be eliminated by that point or at least at worst have it fixed mm-hmm. and so you're going to retirement renting that's not a very safe place to be because of the uh, volatility in the in the rent potentially and so it's just uh there's a lot of holes in this and let me say this i want to point this out so you got a in, in, in California, uh, a very popular developer, let's say KB, KB Homes, right? They build these subdivisions uh, in the in the suburbs and, you know, sell the homes. So now 
that developer, insert any developer you like, transitions from selling the homes to renting the homes, right? Or whoever, let's say KB's building them and another developer buys the neighborhood to rent it. Whoever that person is, how, don't you think that they see the potential financial gain in renting instead of selling? Shouldn't that that alone tell you that they're getting something out of this? Because if it wasn't a good business, if, if they were losing money by renting instead of selling, they wouldn't do it, right? And so I think you have to think about that. It's like, okay, so now they're building brand new homes and instead of selling them like they've done for hundreds of years, they're building subdivisions and just renting them out. They're keeping them as an investment. They're keeping them as an investment. You, so that should highlight how uh, beneficial that is, how important that is. If they see, you know what, we want to keep these. You because know. they're getting $42,000 a year. $42, so a how year, many Sharon? years would it take if they're getting everything at wholesale price? How how much, you know, how long would it take to have those houses, quote unquote, paid off? Exactly. I mean, they're it's not exactly like that because... It's probably different, yeah. but how how long would it take for them to recoup their costs? There's but more money in it for them to rent. Yeah, for sure. I'm curious yeah. because I think this is, I mean, it could just kind of be an ex, an experiment yeah. to really see um, how profitable um, this is for companies. And this was not a KB Homes company, but no, no. if it, if it shows over time that this model is successful and that this model is profitable, mm -hmm. I think that it is likely that other companies will follow suit, you yeah. know? So that's just something to be mindful of. For me, it's kind of like, it's a little scary because it's like, you know, I have kids. Will they be able to, right. you know, have their own home? But yeah. society could change to where younger people may grow up and not even desire to yeah. um, have their own home just because of the narratives that are being pushed it's, as we just yeah. touched on that it's a burden right. to be an owner. Um, yeah. But then you also have to think about how this ties into the wealth of our people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how, okay, if you don't want to own anything, maybe that works for you. But in our community, they're projecting that the wealth in the black community to yeah. be zero by 2053. And so, we need access to home ownership yes, yes. because uh, if every black family owned a home, there's no way mm -hmm. a large part of a, that our a, wealth would yeah. fall to zero. Yeah. A large part of a family's net worth is tied up in the, the, in their home, in their you know, home. the ownership of their home. So, so it's very interesting. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, what other communities are experiencing this, mm -hmm. if it's happening in your backyard. Um, yeah. And I also want to say that another opportunity here is if this, does prove to be a profitable um, uh, venture. Mm -hmm. um, oh, this, this sounds very like controversial what I'm going to say. It, it feels very controversial because it, it feels, I, I don't want to contradict myself. Okay. And I feel the contradiction within me as I go to say it. But the other piece, the other part of me is saying, okay, well, if this is a new market, okay, who's doing it? What is their stock looking like? Yeah. What are the projections? Yeah. And is this an investment opportunity for for us? Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to think about that because where there is uh I forget that the, the word escaping, but there's there's always opportunity when sadly in the capitalistic society, society 
when someone else is 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 not really when it's negatively affecting someone else there there may be a way for you to get some positivity out of it so that is a great point uh shire and i think you know there's another article now we haven't tapped into this but there's a huge company located in in canada that is in, has invested in over 300,000 single family homes tricon residential and so they're investing in single family homes in the United States and they're publicly traded on the stock market. Right. So it's like, man, if, if I can't get a home, if this, the prices are just too high, well, maybe I can look at a company that's, that is, um, investing in those single family homes and see if I can invest in them in the stock market. I mean, like yeah. what you're saying and is a great point. Cl- clearly not a new concept, right? There are REITs and there are, there are ways that you can invest um, into commercial and residential real estate. So it's yeah, yeah, definitely absolutely. not a absolutely. new concept. But I mean, I definitely feel that kind of like tug of war. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the, the solution. solution, you yeah. know, but I don't know that standing on the sidelines and being mad yeah. is going to accomplish anything. But anywho, along those same lines... Um, there was a recent article that came out of a market watch marketwatch.com um, talking about a 40 year mortgage. mortgage. Is that a solution? And is that a solution? We just talked about the barriers to home ownership, mm-hmm. getting that down payment and paying for closing costs and having your monthly mortgage be whatever it is. And yeah. Is a 40 year mortgage an option or a solution to helping people afford home ownership. Yes, there are some individuals were forced to unfortunately during the pandemic kind of renegotiate, reevaluate, uh get into going to forbearance on their mortgages and some uh lenders actually flirted with the idea of 40-year mortgages uh you know adding you know years on the back end and different things like that. And so the idea is kind of being flirted with um with some of the federal lenders, Sally May and those different ones about potentially using 40 year mortgages as a, as an option. What do you think about that? I think, so here's my thing. When I hear 40 year mortgage from an investor standpoint, I'm like, okay, you know, let me, let, let, let me think about that because one, I'm buying the home, right? So I'm buying a home. I'm not overpaying for a home and stretching out, that for 40 years, while it will increase my uh, interest rate, is we have to say that your interest rate will be higher, but it will spread out my monthly payments so that my monthly payments are a little lower. So when we're talking about cash flowing and different things from an investor standpoint, it kind of got me, you know, I'm, I'm like, OK, let me let me look into this. But with that said, you know, if you're a consumer, if you're, if you're coming at it from a consumer standpoint, it's definitely like, man, you're going to be paying more for that home over the life of that loan. 40 years of interest as opposed to 30 years of interest, which is really a lot, you know. So now we are putting 10 more years of interest and it's just like, but it's, unfortunately. Is it? Yeah. Is, is, is that the only option for people who want to get into homes now? I mean, it's just it's just getting crazy. I don't think I have a totally different view. Break it down for me, Sean. I don't think that I would want to have a rental property with a 40 year mortgage. Bec- I understand the 
the um, monthly payment would be lower, but I'm wondering if the higher interest will cancel out any gains with the lower payment. So it might actually yes. not be might a lower not payment. Actually be lower payment right? So I I don't know unless like like if we sit down and <laughs> figure yeah. that out. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of scary because I don't want to be paying on anything 40 years from now. Yeah. Like think about how old you are. Add 40 more years to that and think about whether you want to be on the hook for anything wow. or owe anybody. I don't want to owe anybody 40 years no, from now. No. I struggle to owe anybody anything today. Yeah. Because, I mean, let, let's say we're 35. Let's just say we're 35. You get entered into a 40-year mortgage. You won't be done paying a house off until you're 75 years old. Who? I said you're 35 years old. You enter into a 40-year mortgage. You won't be able to, you won't be paying that off until you're 75. No, I can't. I mean, psychologically, it hurts, yeah. right? But if you're looking at it today, oh, I can move into this house I really want, right. you know, and maybe you have an intention to not, to to pay it off, you know, before the 40 years. Yeah. Um, looking at this article, I do see that there are actually some comments. And um, one person commented that extending loans to 40 years were will only drive up real estate prices further. Yeah. And so I can see that being totally too. true, just as when interest rates are low, uh, lower than the houses, house prices become a little bit higher. Yeah. And now, you know, you got 40 years, let's tag on some money and you yeah. can still, you know, so I, I can totally see that happening. Yeah. Um, Another thing I remember buying a car many, 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 many oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. And like, what was the max at that point? You would get sure. a car loan, maybe five years. Five, six it, years. Even that was like, wow. But yeah. now car loans. You get a 10 year car loan. You can now, get a child. car loan. Exactly. I mean, you can get a car loan for so, the, I mean, by the time you done paying it off, the car is a bucket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just, so it's just, it's just, uh, it's just sad. And I think like, it's just always going to go up. Like, so you, you have to figure out how you're going to navigate it. And you spoke about something a little bit earlier, Shia, like you said, how can I benefit from this bad situation? You always have to be thinking like that because if you don't, you're just going to get run over by the, by the system, by inflation, by different things. You have to figure out, okay, man, how do I navigate this? Because to try to stand in front of the train and stop the train, uh, well, oh. you know, let's do this, let's boycott. And blah, blah, blah. That's not going to do it. That's yeah. not going to do it. You know, because yeah, there's I, more powerful people pulling the strings yeah. of the economy. So you have to understand what they're doing and make calculated moves within that. So, but yeah. That's such an interesting thing. And I wonder if, you know, uh, folks will move forward with the 40 year loan. Yeah. Um, there were, if so, we definitely need to continue. Yeah, we're gonna keep, mon- keep this conversation. This. Yeah, yeah, Shire. So uh, a lot of stuff happening in the housing market. Um, a lot of things happening in the economy at large, and we just have to. We just want to be a small voice within that, uh, whispering in your ear. You know, you know, keeping you informed and keeping you keeping you focused on what's important. So hopefully, we were able to do that with this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Shire, do you have any last statements? Any last uh No, I thoughts? I think I think you put a bow on it, you cool. know? Let's cool. we're just keeping the dialogue yeah. open yeah. and seeing where we go. 
Well, we hope you enjoyed another episode of the Black Married and Deafy podcast. This is Marcus, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shira. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Bye.